Welcome, and you're listening to Geekologist Radio, division of the Ninja Pancake family of podcasts. Hey, it's Damien, and welcome to Geekologist Radio, where we take you into our gaming systems and ride that hype train into the future. Let's introduce our crew for tonight's cast. First up, we have Silver. Howdy, howdy. Next up, we have Jeff. What's going on, man? Hey, let's do this. I got We got games to talk about, and it's going to be awesome. And we have other things to talk about that are also games. There are a lot of games. All the games? Most of the games. Lots of it? Do you uh, want to play say a game? Oh. Ooh. No, no, we don't want to play a game. No. We don't want to play a game. No, no. So... No error in missions, guys! Yes! No errors! Actually, crap. There was an error. I said that Ark was coming out on the 6th. <laughs> they, but that's not, I'm not, I'm still not, not because originally the date was the 6th. The developer changed it to the 19th. 29th. Uh, 29th? Ah! <laughs> okay, so August is like extremely back heavy with like so many good things that are coming out. I'm kind of excited about uh what is going to be showing. Let's just get on into game on. Silver, you got to talk to us about uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the final mix? Yeah, um I know I mentioned last week that I've been playing uh the original one again. Um that's really all I'm still playing right now, although I'm like at the I'm at the end of the world right before the final boss. But honestly, I've spent the last few days, I've probably put maybe like 12 hours just finding the rest of the Dalmatian puppies. Um, I've spent the last two days trying to beat Hades, and he's pissing me off in the Colosseum. Just just kind of horsing around, leveling up, all that fun stuff. I, I, think, I think that's Hades' job, is to piss people off. I yeah. mean, I just, you know... James Woods lo- is good at Lord pissing people off, right? Very true. He is. I made it for, through the first 30 ranks, and then I've spent the last two days trying to get just through rank 20, and I'm like, at my wits end with it. So, I uh, took a break for a bit to play Ark. Nice. And shun you guys. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And back with what you said, Jeff. Yeah, James Wood pisses off anybody. He even pissed off Dolly Parton in uh, 9 to 5. Not to mention everything James Woods has done to Peter Griffin. Bastard. I know. <laughs> and uh, next, uh, Jeff, tell us about Shantae. Am I slightly? Is it Shantae? Yes, or Shantae. Shantae, the half-genie hero. Shantae, the half-genie hero. Now, this is a fun game. Uh, now, this this game, Shantae has been around for a while. Uh, it was first on the Game Boy Color, and I didn't know that until I started looking into it more. Uh but they've had a resurgence. They actually had a Kickstarter, um, the Way Forward, who has been uh, behind the remastered uh, DuckTales, uh, some uh, Adventure Time games, and uh, Contra 4. Uh, they wanted to bring Shantae back and bring it back in a, in a big way. And uh, they, got, they put it up on Kickstarter, and they were funded... For seven hundred and seventy-six thousand uh, dollars to make this game, nice. So it's a Metroidvania type game, and uh, you play as Shantae. She is, of course, a half genie, uh, half human, and she defends her 
uh, her town. Basically, she gets fired like right away because there's a there's an attack. There's a lot of tongue in cheek humor in the in this, and it's actually really good at making fun of itself as well. Damien. So instead of having unlimited cosmic powers, she has semi. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> she she has like a galaxy's worth of power <laughs> instead of a universe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so I've only played probably about an hour, hour and a half of this game, but you get to get, like, it has that Metroid, uh, or not Metroid, but the Castlevania feel, like, uh, when you're playing, uh, is it Symphony of the Night? Is that the... Ooh, that the, where you kind of the Symphony of Nights, the one where you can play multiplayer and speed run kind of stuff through, um, like that. Well, when you're playing Alucard, you can you have transformations. You can turn into a wolf. You can mm-hmm. turn into a mist and all of that stuff. You can transform in this as well. You can turn into a monkey. You can turn into a crab, and they all have different abilities. It's really fun. Uh, it has just a lot of that classic feel to it. If you like this genre of game, you will definitely like this game. And it's cute. It's chibi. Uh, it has like the same kind of uh, uh, graphics. I, f- I feel like the same artist that did like the Kafka or Mega Man games did the characters for this game. So it has that same type of feel. So would you say that this game is similar? Because you start talking about crabs and stuff like that. I'm trying to think what games would have had something like that. And then I start thinking of, it's not Finding Nemo, but uh, Little Nemo. Little Nemo? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sounds familiar. You've never, Little Nemo, like Nintendo. Oh, oh my God. It's breaking my heart. I didn't play it. I didn't play it. Ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my God! You're making me. Oh, I, I'm old. I, I, okay. I realize. I realize that I'm the oldest one on the cast here right now. So, you say they're cute. You say that it's got a cute little chibi style. I'm sorry, but no chibi style game will ever be as adorable um, style wise as Persona Q. God, yeah. Jeff knows me so well. <laughs> you have been ranting and raving about Persona Q. <laughs> no, Persona Q two. At two, yeah specifics here but uh honestly i i suggest anybody to really pick this uh pick this up i got it on sale i think it's usually 20 bucks i got it on sale for 1350 um nice and there's two on the xbox one that you can play uh the one that came out before it i can't remember it's uh shantae and the pirate uh the pirate's curse or something like that and it's more of a 16-bit type game, while this one is like full HD graphics, uh, and the animations are hilarious. Uh, like it's cute. She dances like whenever, or, like her idle animation like matches up with the music in the background. So she's like a metronome kind of, and just like dancing to every type of music that's uh, that's playing. Uh, boss battles are intuitive. Uh, they don't feel the same anytime like you go up against a mermaid and for you to fight the mermaid queen you have to first walk uh get to six different locks and hit them and break them to release her and then you find out that she still wants to fight you even though you're trying to free her and so it's it's really interesting 
And I'm guessing that's when you play as a crab. No. You don't what? get the crab until after that. You're you're that... Uh, it all takes place on on land. Okay. It all takes okay. place on all land. Right. I'm looking at it now and it does look pretty adorable. Yes. And, and is this is this a multiplayer title no. or is it a single player? It's single player. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you had to give this a rating, what would you give it? Right now with how it's making ten. me feel, uh, like I I would give this a 9 and I'm sure that it's even stronger. They're coming out with DLC for it and uh there's also three different game types that you can do. You can do the original right away and then you can play as Risky Boots who is like one of the antagonists of it. Uh, but they've also partnered up in the past and stuff. So uh, uh, you can play a storyline of hers, and then there's a second one plus a hardcore mode. So there's a lot okay. of stuff that you can do on A lot this of game. replay value. Yes, exactly. For It's a lot of bang for its buck, and you will have a lot of fun playing it. I just like Very that cool. name, Risky Boots. That is adorable. Yes. I was just it's thinking such that an it adorable makes me think of a game. cat. Yeah, like it I want to name an like an animal game. that... Shantae is probably like one of the cutest protagonists I've ever I've ever played, and uh, she's just she's just so funny. Like just listening to her, and they, she has a catchphrase that you that I don't get. And it's just ret to go, which basically just means I'm ready to go, and that's the first achievement that you'll get every time. It's like the first time that you move, and it's ret to go. So, so going from the, going from the cute to the poop, yeah. <laughs> the silver. That, what you, that you, has just been your topic all day today, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw I saw an opportunity to, to toss it in there, but I mean, in this game, what is it with him and tossing I poop? Mean, I know he just likes to flick shit. <laughs> Find some hobbies, man. He has a hobby. So, but what are we what are we talking about? Uh, so, um, I actually got a meeting with uh, the team behind Arc, uh, so uh, at Pax uh, West, uh, set up. So, I finally, finally, finally dove into the game. I hate early access games, so I've been holding out. But I finally got into it today. And if the whole point of the game is dying and losing all of your crap every five minutes, I'm really good at it. Now this is coming. That now, the, so I'm a veteran of, of the game. I've I've played it in early access. I came. I'm not trying. And and I will say that it's been difficult, a little bit coming back to the game, and seeing that you know one your server that you used to own basically is now populated by these other people who think that they're the Billy Badasses of the world, but the game has evolved. You know, survival evolved. The game has evolved quite a bit since uh, I played. I've, I haven't played in about six months, and I can say that it feel it does feel finished now. Because mm-hmm. um, I started out, I, I would compare the start of this game to what it feels like now. It I started out when I played this. It felt like like EverQuest, like the original of EverQuest when it launched. When you died, you were breaking keyboards. You were you know whatever. It, it sucked. You lost days and hours and hours of work. The game, believe it or not, is a lot more forgiving now. You die, you can. it shows you on the map kind of where you have. You have an X amount of time to get to it. When you get within range, you see a bright green beacon going down onto your body. Now, if you don't have any gear to be able to get your body out of there, usually if you die, you die for a good reason. You die to a big dino or something like that. You might have a little harder time getting your gear. 
<laughs> yeah, I, we we were happen to be in party when we we're talking about uh, about Ark and stuff like that, and so we were. <laughs> As I was we gored get- to death by a triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sarah has grown up to be quite the cranky dino from Littlefoot or from the Land Before Time. God damn it. She's not she's not very nice. In her anymore. defense, I did hit her in the side with a spear, so Well, you know, you're supposed to go up and you're supposed to pet her and offer her a, star a tree lead. star. Yeah, a tree star. It's tree star. Yeah. You give her a tree star, I think she'll like you. But she actually uh instead of tree stars, she's grown accustomed. She's kind of a wino. She likes major berries. That is just, a just, wonderful just, tip. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um the the game, so I played this game with my brother for a year and a half, and base the the thing about about it is it, they they've come so far because before you literally had basically had to live in the game you had to feed your animals you had to make sure you logged in so that your stuff wasn't available if you go on vacation you had to have people log in to make sure you kept your food up and on your your animals you really had to team up and plan around this game or live basically in the world like like, i mean this game would have been great as a as a vr because you basically are living it out ready player one now yeah but the the gameplay now it's pretty it, it feels complete they've really done a lot with the hud system the the amount of stuff that you have that you can utilize. Now, when the game launches, it's coming out with the long-awaited tech tree. But what a lot of people have, like, that are excited for the game now making its full launch, they've, a lot of people forgot that this game was supposed to have a story mode because you start off, your character starts off, and he's got this, like, diamond in his arm. I bet you, I bet you, Silver, we're trying to figure out what that was. You know, I just, I looked at it, and I was like, eh. And then Patrick walked through the room, and he's like, if you're surrounded by dinosaurs, what the hell is that in your arm? I was like, I don't know. And I just kept playing. <laughs> so, this game, what's supposed to be is, if you see the movie Predators, the Predators drop you on a planet, another alien life on the planet to hunt. In, in a kind of a similar idea, the things that, you, you know, you see these alien architecture and stuff within the world that you inhabit you've been dropped in to survive with dinosaurs and other mythical beings and stuff that are in the game i was wondering about the dragons thank you for so yeah and so the that that piece that's in your arm originally was supposed to be it would change color based on different elements that you would grow accustomed to to be able to bring in magical magical abilities but it also was to identify you as well because you were bro- dropped in and there's aliens who basically are – you find story Like in the game, you find stories. You'll find little things here when you're do- going and delving into certain areas that will tell a little bit of the arc and a little bit of the the aliens that are, that are bringing all the things to the arc. We were supposed to see that, but at launch so far, we have seen nothing to do with these aliens. That is one of the things that I'm curious about because the storyline, the back, you know, there's still little hints of it there. But the game's launching. They're going to give you the tech wing. The, and all, you're, you're getting all the tech stuff, which basically makes your guy, turns him into a Spartan from Halo. 
but the the expl- explanation behind us getting that technology hasn't fully been come to fruition. Earlier, um, I was reading about the 1.0 uh, um, update, the full game that's coming out on the 29th, and it did say that it is adding the story. Um, talked about, you know, like, oh, you'll be able to reach the end of the story and find out what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So they are adding some form of a campaign. And that's one thing that really excited me. Yeah, I mean, the, the gameplay... They are, they have a lot of different things. They're also with the launch of it. They are adding in rentable servers, so you can you can rent a server and make custom rules. So you're going to start to see communities build up out of this game that that for the console that have been mostly stored to just the PC side. One other cool thing is if you own this on Xbox. You uh, come launch date, you now own it on PC mm-hmm. because it's a play anywhere title. So I know myself, uh, I will mostly probably be playing Ark on PC because I've been waiting to play some of those modded servers that aren't available yet on Xbox. I think I do think though when the Scorpio launches uh, Xbox X and we get the 4K update, I think they might start seeing some mo- of those mo- more of those mods coming our way. Probably. But you have to play with me so I stop dying and figure out what the hell's going on. Oh, definitely. Oh, oh yeah. I'll be I'll, I'll be on Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I, I prefer a controller anyway. I'm not going to spend 60 bucks on this game. Myself, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, no, it's... it. It's a hard... Like, like, when I bought it, I got it for 30. Or, or yeah. And, and it's... The other thing is, is that Arc needs to really—they're going to have to really mind their P's and Q's because they're coming in on, uh, you know, Conan is, Exiles is coming out on for early access, and with the twenty-eight updates that Conan Exiles has put out, Mindbar. the game feels is starting to feel a lot like Skyrim, Mindbar. and that's huge, Wangbar. <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah. So after we'll have obviously a lot more to talk about with Arc after after PAX after you get a chance to do the inter- interview and know the the ins and outs of everything. But, I'm pretty excited to meet the team. The yeah. So I uh, at PAX last year, you couldn't you couldn't walk you couldn't get around the show floor without seeing Arc. Because they had a full-size dragon and a full-size T-Rex that you could go and get pictures taken on. I'm so excited about the T-Rex. <laughs> that's a nickname for you, isn't it? Yep, yep. That's what they call me at work because uh, my name is just... It's long and it's quick and easy to say. So, uh, yeah, nice. it started with one of the bartenders and everybody picked it up. So for at three least years it's not now. because you have small arms or like short arms. That's a that, that's a good reason. No, I said at least it's not because of that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, you know what? I, I can't say anything now since uh, at least at PAX, I will be stuck in my wheelchair, so I will definitely be shorter than usual. <laughs> it's okay. We'll get your racing strides. Yes. <laughs> it makes you go faster, right? I, I, that, mm-hmm. That's how it works with my truck. Get a so. couple cards in the spokes so it sounds like she's... <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. I'd be like, sorry, Ty, I had to use a few of my business cards to make me sound awesome. <laughs> He'll understand. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. It's it's gonna work. Yes. I have faith. <laughs> oh, now I'm excited. Yeah, I better get like a video of that happening. Yes, I'm <laughs> trying to get one of my dad's GoPros. Nice. He has like four. I'm like, I can. Uh... Yeah, my at sister least give me two. My sister just said to get turbo boosters. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. That would be awesome. Would not Why, have to deal know, with crowds. Know, bottle, rock, bottle rockets. Yeah, I wouldn't have to deal with crowds. Just plow right through. Oh my god, I know what I'm doing for Black Friday. <laughs> so going on to next a game that I've been playing, and uh, I I love Mar Marvel Heroes Omega. It's a free to play title, but I have spent some money on it. So if you spend some money on it, you get picked as you get set up as a VIP. Uh, and the VIP rewards for this is you get you get five you get five of the uh, of the shards that allow you to buy other characters in game. Each day you log in. So if you I mean even if you're not going to play the game, you log in, you get five shards given to you. You play the game for a while, you get you'll get way more than that anyway. But if you were say you logged in every day, you didn't play the game, you would wind up with 150 shards. You could buy a costume with that, something like that uh, for your one of your given characters. What the other cool thing about the VIP reward system is is that it gave us it gave us uh, 10 extra slots which typically five slots in your bank would be a hundred hundred of the G points, which I forget what that equates out to money wise. But the also they gave us Nightcrawler. The VIPs got Nightcrawler as a character, and I love Nightcrawler. And one of the other cool factors about this is anytime a new character is added or a new film or something's being done, they add in new uh, verbiage to the characters so that when they interact, they'll start commenting about something that. If there's a movie coming out or if there's something they want coming out, they talk about. They also are really uh, – they're, they're really uh, pushing Captain Marvel. They have a Captain Marvel colored box, and it gives you, like, the different characters. Like, they have they have a female uh, – they have the female Thor that you can get out of that box. A lot of different variation variations on characters. Nice. And it's just – it's it's really cool. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I loved, I absolutely loved Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. So for one me, was this better. Just, I liked two because it went along the Civil War storyline. I liked, I liked. I that. remember Ultimate Alliance playing it on three sixty, and the Mandarin is just yep. like moving around, and then he uh, then he goes to touch his face, or he's just like moving, and it's so pixelated that his that his sleeves, his long ass sleeves, are just like poking him in the eyes and all of that and I'm just like wow that's bad but it was a it was a really fun game just okay in the in the first one you remember like how hard it was to get blade and you got him out of a freaking you had to go through the carnival and you got him out of a toy machine a giant toy machine <laughs> oh, and that pops blade yeah see my favorite my favorite one was moon knight to play in really uh, Mar uh, ultimate alliance yeah like moon knight was a blast now see that would be moon great is... to bring into Deadpool. By the way, is like if they brought M Moon Knight into Deadpool because he's just as nuts as <laughs> as as Deadpool and Cable. So, and Moon Knight is uh, he's one of the actual cheaper of the he of the heroes to get to pick up in uh, then uh, in Omega. Maybe I should start playing that. Yes, because you could get you get I think you get two hundred. You get like 150 
points right off the bat and so like it wouldn't take you very long very much game time to be able to unlock that character is it a mobile game yeah it's okay so it started out uh i believe it started out mobile or it was it was on computer pc i think mobile and then uh they brought they ported it over to console and it plays really well on console i have like i have spider-man i will admit that i bought the pack and i wound up getting a really cool uh spy like i got one of the rare there's two the two most sought after spider-man thing uh, skins right now uh are the uh iron spider and uh and uh, spider queen Spider Gwen, yeah. and I, I got, I got Iron Spider. Nice. So I've been running around as that. And what these, uh, some of the sk- the costumes are called Enhance, which means they have different audio and stuff like that. So mine is, uh, is the Enhanced Spider Man audio because he's running around, and he's talking about Tony Stark and all that stuff, and he actually references a lot of stuff to Civil War. That's cool. Like he references like taking Tony Stark's place, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Nice. Maybe and maybe we'll jump on together at some point. I don't yeah, want you, I mean, it's, it's awesome. but I'm going to tell you this. I don't want to be ran through. You're going to have to play with me. Play with me. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, well, it the the characters, it it the levels kind of ESO style pulls you out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Uh, That's good. And then the next, and I'll, or I could just play one of my characters I haven't played up like because I have War Machine and I haven't leveled him at all. Okay. Uh, the next up was, uh, Titanfall 2. I've been hopping onto that, playing it, had a little bit of network issues, but my son has been playing a lot. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop in, get back into that. The new DLC included a horde mode and it is awesome. Like if you don't want to go in, if you just want to play with your buddies and you don't want to go against other players, it is so cool and it's so well done. You know, props to uh, Respawn on on this. You know, it's long time coming for this mode, but the fact that it's out now, it's it's really a good time for it because people are waiting for the new Call of Duty. They're waiting for different games, and right now, there's no time like the present to hop into Titanfall Two and play any variation of the game modes they have out there the game has really really polished itself up to be a spectacular it is great Uh, we should play that one sometime too yes and fouts has this like a lot of us a lot of us have this that's uh one of the ones i picked up when i uh went and bought stardew valley so um like i was telling you about a month or two ago back a couple months ago went back and bought a couple games that was one of them and uh because i enjoyed the first one but uh two is which is great. I love it. Now, is there any uh, titles that you guys are planning on playing next week? Mm, I am almost done with uh, Kingdom Hearts, the, the first one. I'm debating if I want to replay Chain of Memories or if I would just want to jump into Kingdom Hearts 2. Because I played Chain of Memories like when it came out on the Game Boy Advance years and years ago. I still have it for the Game Boy. Um, but... Kingdom Hearts 2 is my favorite out of the entire series, so I'm debating. I'll, I'll definitely be playing one of them, and uh, uh, that and Ark. I think that's about all I'm going to do next week. Definitely, we'll be uh, we'll be doing jumping into some Ark alongside with you. I just got to figure out the server that you're on. Also, uh, I believe. Conan Exiles will be releasing. I think it releases. Yeah, it releases August sixteenth. So 
Do we know yet be... if it has the slider on the console? I don't. Okay, I right now they are being. But mum is the word on if Dongbar is being is coming to Xbox. Like, come on, that is what. Like, like, come on, that is just too hilarious. I will buy the game just for that. Uh, j- just for that. Just to run around naked. With, just, just that's that's what I want the game for. Right there. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Tacoma. Chris talked about it last week. I want to talk about it as well. Um, I got it. I can't play it because it there is a huge glitch right now that you are just stuck on the main or the start screen. It says press A to start, and then you press A, and then nothing happens, and it's really irritating. And I want to play this game. But I can't. Have you tried? Have you tried delete going in the managed game and then delete saved data? There shouldn't be any saved data because I haven't even played it yet. It, but it, but it already will set you up with saved data. Delete saved data, and you should get past that glitch. I hope so because I want to punch things. All right, so let's get into let's get into the hype train. So, Silver, you're going to talk about a game that took me, like, it, it, it took me by the feels because I am a huge Harvest Moon fan. I bought a PlayStation 3, or PlayStation 2, because of Harvest Moon, and I had Harvest Moon on one of the rarest uh, 64 games was Harvest Moon, and I had that as well. I have it upstairs. Like, that, Harvest yeah, Moon 64. that game is just, Harvest Moon and and just being able, like when I heard that there was a game coming out that was like that, I was all about. It. I didn't want it on a computer. I wanted it on console. Then when I saw that I had the opportunity to play it on Xbox, I jumped on it right away. Now, let's let's talk about this multiplayer. So we're gonna fight. Like, like, is this like, like, is this gonna be like you know the uh, the like, Animal Crossing? Is this what we're thinking or kind of? Um, like you, um, it was actually my sister who told me, uh, about this because I've been a Harvest Moon fan for probably 15 plus years. Um, I've played every title except the last couple after the whole break off when Story of Seasons is the real Harvest Moon. Oh my god. Yeah, it Harvest is. Harvest Moon is. <laughs> is shit. Do not play the last two games. Story of Seasons, however, 300 hours in Trio of Towns while I had a broken ankle earlier this year. Um... But uh, it was my sister that told me about Stardew Valley, and she's like, you know, it's on the computer, it just came out on the consoles, it's an indie game, and I was like, that sounds really cool, and then it kind of flew off my radar, because lots of nonsense happening, you know, I was planning a wedding and all sorts of other stuff this year, and then um, she, I think it was my sister that brought it back up, or something came up on Facebook, and I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to get that, so I went and picked it up. I got it for PlayStation because of the Vita remote play that is very handy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I have 130 hours in that game, and I've only owned it since like the middle of June. I am oh. in love with that game. Love it. The, the graphics and everything, like it's just, you know, it's it's a throwback. It's a throwback. I mean, like I to mean, the original Harvest Moon games, like on yeah, the Game Boy and, and stuff. But it plays so good, like, and it, it feels it has elements of, like, 
uh, basically like a link link to the past. Yeah, and the characters, and, and you know what? The one thing that I love the most is the whole thing, the dialogue, the characters, the story, even the music. One guy. Like I, that just blew me away. Like that just made the game a thousand times better. And uh, the publisher that does uh, localization and all the uh, um, other stuff, uh, Chucklefish, they announced on the first, I believe it was, it was sometime in the last week, uh, that they are working on multiplayer. They are adding it to um, PC. Uh, this fall for a beta. They said when it does come to console, it will be on the Switch first. We still do not have a release date for the Switch. I will be rebuying it for the Switch. I love this game so much. Uh, but they said that with multiplayer, Robin, the carpenter, will offer to build up to three cabins on your farm, each to house a farm hand controlled by a friend, so similar to uh, Animal Crossing in a, in a way. Um... They can farm, mine, fight, fish, forage, and marry NPCs, and even participate in festivals. They cannot, like, the main player, the owner of the farm, still dictates what time they go to bed and what time festivals start and end. The uh, farmhand cannot do that. Uh, Each has their own inventory. When they are not logged in, the farmer can actually access their inventory through a chest in their cabin, which I think is really cool. Uh, no servers required. That's another big thing. No servers. You can just jump into, you know, your friend's game. Uh, they are working on player versus, or player, two-player marriage. That is something a lot of people have requested. You know, like, oh, I want to marry my friend instead of an NPC. Uh, they said it's not going to be super easy. It's going to be, um, a little bit different than marrying an NPC, but it's still going to require some effort. One thing that they have said is they are not planning at the time on local split screen or um uh pvp but i think the idea of multiplayer in a game like this is really cool especially because my sister plays it you play it jeff plays it mm-hmm. you know everybody's got this game there's whole communities on facebook of, of people playing this game and it's because it's like the old harvest moon games but it's picked up what the later games are lacking uh, compared to the old ones, so it's it's like for me, it's the story's as good as like the story of Seasons games, with the nostalgia of the original Harvest Moons. So I think that a multiplayer is a great idea. I am just dying to get a release date for the Switch version. So what I did was I actually sent an email out uh, to Chucklefish and concerned Ape himself, Mr. Eric Barone, and asking if they were going to be at PAX West. And unfortunately, even though he lives in Seattle, he will be out of town. But he did email me back himself that he uh, might be there for the last day of PAX, and he gave me his cell phone number to get a hold of him so we could have a little impromptu interview. And if not, we will work out a phone interview, and I'm very, very excited. I have Concerned Ape's cell phone number in my phone. I, yeah. That, that is awesome. And I look forward. I look forward to hearing about that, and definitely look forward to you know doing being able to do a review of the multiplayer and stuff like that as a as a team. Because um, I mean, what better thing to be able to, you know you do a podcast with someone, be able to play, and you have you, you have a game that you all like, get involved in that stuff. I mean, it's th- this titles like this are kind of like those ones where I mean, 
it's like you got the families that play Halo together. Like I used, um, and one of the games. This is a type of title that you can play that you can just. It's not competitive. It allows you just to relax mm-hmm. and enjoy things. Like it's, it's. I'm going to enjoy playing this game because it's just fun. That's. That's why I love these kind of games, Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, The Sims. I can just kick back, watch a movie, and play a game. You know, like, the most of the time when I'm playing, uh, we've got a movie on. Because I don't have to hear it. They're, you know, like, the soundtrack's amazing. But it you is, don't have, there's no dialogue to listen to. So I can turn it down and sit and, you know, listen to a movie while I, you know, mine and take care of my chickens and stuff. Which I have way too many of, but... That's beside the point. I still can't get one of Shane's blue chickens. I've been trying. After you have the event with Shane where he shows you his special chickens, you have a 25% chance uh, of getting one every time you buy a chicken. I still haven't gotten one. Oh, okay. If you didn't know that little little tidbit. I will definitely try that now. That's Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, I think it's kind of funny, though. You know, we got these games like that that involve farming and things like that. You know, I mean, Minecraft, you know, you can do farms, you can do stuff like that. It's it, it when you got movies coming out like like Ready Player One and things like that, it really shows you that, yeah, there are times where the way we relax is to play a game that is involving work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at Animal Crossing, especially New Leaf. You're yeah. the mayor. Oh, my God. You spend the whole time building stuff. The Sims. I mean, The Sims. It's it's go to, you know, The Sims. Like, I remember The Sims online. Instead of just your character because you're controlling that one singular character, you actually had to go do a job. And, like, one of the jobs was you work at a pizzeria and you're doing the stuff to make the pizza and whatnot. So, I mean, it's it's craziness. Well, it's like uh, The Sims 4, I am very guilty of. I have 25 hours, or 2,500 hours in The Sims 4 since it released uh, in September 2014. So, yeah, I'm definitely guilty of the the whole casual, relaxed game. Hi, Fouts. Hi, guys. Uh, By the way, this is Fouts. I'm going to be taking Jeff's spot, so yay. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> did you want to talk uh have you been played uh stardew valley at all never oh well you're lame so never mind yeah i know we don't want to talk to you anyway well he next up he's got a game that there's there's a game that i know that he played him and i both played a lot of we just didn't know each other at the time was that uh, guild wars 2 uh, yes and here is my collector's edition ritlock statue just so you know yeah i know i don't have that i, I hate you I make sure I rub it into your face every time that we ever talk about Guild Wars 2, he comes out of hiding. <laughs> yeah, so my coworker Eric, he's a huge fan of Guild Wars 2, and the thing is, is if you look at the trailer for this game, guys, if you're a fan of NCSoft games, if you're a fan of Guild Wars or Guild Wars 2, if you've taken a step away, it's time to look back, because they've revamped the graphics engine, the living story is completely changing, it's a full expansion that releases on September 22nd called Path of Fire. Now, Ritlock is in it. His, 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 his character has changed quite a bit throughout the, the living story. Um, but the game is looking beautiful. Like, I've, I've, I've kind of been like, you know, eh, I'll, you know, because they had one paid expansion and I haven't I picked that either. up. And I was just like, oh, I'm. I'm like, I'm feeling left behind. 
but this has got me interested in going back. Silver? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I'm oh, just listening. Okay. Uh, it's the the gameplay and everything. It's, it's getting mounts. I mean, that's that's that, for that's kind anybody of a big deal. Guild Wars, it's, one, it's a huge it. deal. Guild Wars two, we haven't added up until this point, so that is so weird for an MMO to not have mounts. And an NCSoft game, most of them have had mount mounts in their games. So for that, like this is this is pretty crazy. And we see there's different types. Like there's, and each one has a very has they're variable. Like there's flight. There's a like a kangaroo mouse kind of looking thing. And then there's also one that looked like it was kind of like a manta ray. Not is it kind of what it looked like on there. Uh, it's but again, when you see this preview, the first thing you start to notice is that wow, that's uh, that the, the graphics have changed quite a bit. And it's not it's not that the graphics were ever bad. It's just that you can see that like this this is them saying, hey, yeah, we could have given you Guild Wars three. But you know we're gonna we're gonna toss this at you instead. We're gonna give you, we're gonna just say, hey, buy this expansion, and we're just gonna update the game, everything in the game, much bigger. Guess guess what? You can ride mounts. The game now. is already so huge to begin to with. You... Um, it I is. think I got seventy seventy five percent wall unlocked completion, and I spent hours upon hours. I don't even know how many hours I've spent in that game. It's, it's crazy on how much there is to see and what's crazy with the uh living um what would you call it what was the, it? it's the it's living story thank you the living story is like when guild wars 2 first came out you know day one whatever because i played guild wars 1 for years uh up until that point but with guild wars 2 came out you know you see some of the familiar places like lion's arch and you know things like that and then after me moving and being away from the game for six months, eight months, almost a year, I came back into it and installed it and checked it out, and I'm like, holy crap, this doesn't even look like the same game just because of the living story. The way it affects the game and changes the game is amazing. And and the thing is, is that the writers, the writers, the living story changes based on the players, how, how the players as a whole react and they have options that they do for each of the of their quests and stuff. Based on those quests, the living story evolves. So instead of a game being developed by just the developers, the player base is creating it's their choose your own adventure. You're making the choices that are forming the game. That's actually really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's like I mean like again, this is my 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 coworker who's one of our listeners really got he really he's like been hyped about this because this is his his big deal, and I was like you know I'll I'll look at it, I'll look at it. and then I looked at it and I'm like oh my god my mouth hit the floor and I'm like okay okay and have you told him that I've got Ritlock? Yes, he knows you have Ritlock. <laughs> You've spoken about it in many episodes and you know he's listened to him. I know. So. I, I just had to make sure he, he heard it this time. Yeah, yeah. You guys are just reminding me of how behind I am in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. So, Brandon, what character do you what what character and race do you play? Like, what what what's your what's and your uh, loadout? Okay, see, he's see our our listener, my coworker, my buddy. I, uh, I've got one. He of plays. Each race he plays a Sur- see. He plays a Suras. That's that's what he plays. 
little targets. Oh yeah. That's and, and the thing targets. is, is the hitbox actually like they try to say that the hitbox is effective. I don't believe that. I have a hard as hell time trying to hit an Asura. Oh yeah. Like they're like, oh, it doesn't change. No, I'm sorry. Those little effers are hard <laughs> as hell to get. Like yeah, I the, love it, the PvP rough. in it. I love the PvP in that. I, I never actually got into the PvP. Them. I loved actually just the PvE aspect of it because there's so much that you can do, so much to see and, you know, all the little secrets, the mystery jumping puzzles that you can wander into and then try and figure out and then you get stuck on it. So you start going through wikis and how-tos and they're like, oh, I feel like an idiot. It's so simple. It's right in front of me. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I started out playing like Pyromage, Human. And then, or no, I actually played. I played the. I did the warrior with the, uh, uh, like the Norse Norse guys, Nords. And then I switched over, and was a pyromancer, which which is the exact same thing I did in Guild Wars One. Was switching around between the two, and then my character, which was my main, the last time I played was was a thief or a roguish kind of character. One of the bad things about uh, Guild Wars 2 is they didn't bring back the monk from Guild Wars 1. The monk was my favorite character. Um, 55 hit point monk was my favorite thing to play. And the thing is, is that we know that Fouts likes monks because if you play ever played Diablo 3 with him, you know that monks are his thing. That's his jam. I love monks. Now... That th- this is uh, this isn't on the hype train with us. This is got derailed a little bit, but it's talking a little bit. So we know that Guild Wars Two, Path of Fire, or Guild Wars Two, all that stuff. NCSoft employees. We know that they took some of those people from them and brought them over to Destiny Two. Uh we we don't know that the world will be as expansive as Guild Wars. But what I'm hoping with the story is that it, we get this, a story. Just even if we got a story that's a fraction the depth of the of the the story that we get in Guild Wars, it'll be great. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And then moving outside of the Guild Wars two expansion talk, we got Dying Light, and I've talked about this in the past, but it's the devs over at Techland have stated out their their plan, and there will be. 10 new DLCs. I thought it was five. I thought it was five. There is 10 new DLCs coming uh, over the course of the next year for Dying Light. And they're absolutely free. I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not big on zombie games, but Dying Light is one of my favorites. I mean, have have you played Dying Light versus other players when you allow them to invade? That is fear- in itself tried that to escape. That is why I have not. <laughs> but just the game itself, like it is definitely one of the scariest games I've ever played. Like you know, like during the day it's not a big deal, mm-hmm. but oh my god, the second the sun goes down, I am just like screaming at the TV, just running shit shit shit. <laughs> yeah. I however have not played the following yet. Um, and it was $20 when it came out. I found it recently that it is free now, so mm-hmm. that is something I'm planning on doing soon, because I loved the original game. So the the following, that is, is that the one with the car base? The, the car base? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then they also have the the arena-based one, and I, I found it interesting watching streamers that are, to this day are streaming 
how to do that arena based combat because it is it goes really in depth with how you're doing things, how you're trying to fight things, whatnot. Uh, the the graphics update because so I just recently I just recently repurchased the game because they don't even sell it as a as a separate and it was on sale. Um, and it was cheaper to do that than to try to if I was to try to actually buy the expansion pass. So I, I bought the updated version and seeing the graphics update and everything, it it's really, really just reminded me of how beautiful the game was and just the depth of character and everything else that they go into in it. The movements are amazing. It it just it's a feel it feels good to play. And that that's something that it's you don't get a lot of that like like it, it's hard to do parkour in a game mm-hmm. unless you're like mirror's edge you know mirror's edge they kind of own parkour but looking at you assassin's creed <laughs> yeah oh my god don't even i like i like assassin's creed game assassin's assassin's creed games but <laughs> but you know it's like oh hold that <sighs> down the but then all of a sudden you're in you're bounced off to the side you're like i didn't do want to do that yeah 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 that gets old and then next up silver Sticking with the dying and the dead and everything. What is with me this week? I, well, never mind. It's just me all the time. Um, yeah, I actually got an email this morning from the uh, devs for Dead by Daylight. Um, they are uh, releasing a new DLC pack called Charity Case. Um, it is available on Humble Bundle and Steam. Do not know if it is coming to console or not, which is a bummer because I do have only have it on Xbox at the moment. Um, but it is 26 new cosmetic items, uh, 20 are brand new, 6 are previously released exclusive items that they're making available again. I don't have specifics on what they are, uh, but all of the profits go to the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. So, to add a little bit to your game, it, it really goes to an amazing cause. I really hope that they bring this to console because I, I will buy it in an instant. Uh, yes. I have... I, you know, my, my son, uh, my middle son is uh, high functioning autistic. He's got ADHD. You know, it, there's not enough research that goes into these disorders. Um, mm-hmm. And so anything that you can do to help them out, like, I mean, I know eventually we will be doing a, we, we will do charity streams and stuff to try to help out as well. But yes, if you are playing this game on PC, Please buy this because it is helping out a great cause. I typically don't try to jump up on a soapbox, but I am right now. You, you you can't, you know, you can you know, this gives you some cool stuff for your game to play, but it also helps out so much. This foundation does amazing things, uh, not only for things like autism, but uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. um, high fun- um, major depressive disorder, uh, anxiety of, of all kinds, uh, bipolar, uh, pretty much anything you can think of as far as uh, mental uh, illnesses or disabilities go. They're, they're a pretty amazing group, and they do some really uh, great research. And we, you're right, we definitely need more in that field in general. So I was pretty excited about that email. I was disappointed that it was not available on console, but hopefully sometime soon because I do enjoy that game on Xbox. But screw the nurse. I hate that thing. (laughs) 
I, so my wife's an ER nurse, so anytime that thing's coming at me, I just start saying, I'm like, I'm like, no, Gina, go away. No, don't touch me. Get away. <laughs> like, no. I put up with you enough. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call Gina. No, don't do it. <laughs> so this this week's been a little bit light on the, uh, on, on the gaming news. Uh, Fouts, did you have anything that came up that you wanted to talk about not at all i haven't <laughs> we been should able have to do anything here recently so just work we should we should have a lot coming out soon because uh gamescom is a week after next oh and also um, and then of course packs i also we got like is it a day in a day isn't it that uh i think tomorrow as the time of recording this uh the summer games go live in uh overwatch correct I think they already are are they already are live? I could have sworn I don't know. One sec. You know what? I know somebody who would know that. <laughs> I was just going to say, that Google? would be something to be hyped about because... All right. So, with that, is there any, uh, with that we're going to pull this one up to, <laughs> to an end. <laughs> so, you can find us for a contest. <laughs> English. It's been, it's been a night. So the correct <laughs> statement is, so you can find us at geekologistradio.com. Yes. Or You've, on Twitter. At Twitter. At geekologist. Geekologist. Radio. Radio. Minus, minus the T. For character restrictions. Wait, no, what? Why? For character I, restrictions. I thought we didn't like the letter T. Oh, so why nobody calls me by my actual name? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll be, I'll be here <laughs> for once. You can also get us reach us at email okay, at no, geekologist at geekologist at ninjapancake dot com. So at geekologist at ninjapancake dot com, or is it geekologist at geekologist at ninjapancake dot com? <laughs> Come on, man! It's like you've been doing this for two months, not a year. What the hell? <laughs> We've actually, you and I have been doing it a lot longer. Shush. <laughs> we're not going to go into that. Those yes, were dark no. times. Dark <laughs> times. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> you can also find us at www.ninjapancake.com along with a bunch of other awesome podcasts. Like? like My Morning Coffee. Which aired this morning. They just had their two-year anniversary. Congratulations, Remy. Nice. They also have my evening beverage. Which they don't do nowhere near enough. Yeah, we're talking to you, Remy. Yeah, it needs and to be more of that. And it's our evening beverage. Our evening mine. beverage. Our evening beverage. You don't even know what you're talking about. Damn it, Damien. Well, how about you talk? He's just very selfish with his beverages. <laughs> Share. Uh, you also can find Geek Squatch Pod, uh, Mulehorn Gaming. Oh, the uh, comeback of Warlock School. Yep, self-res, right? With Warlock, yeah, I believe that's what it is. Warlock School self-res with Ventric. So, Silver, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at SilverSoulX10. You can find me on RectifyGaming.com where I write articles and game reviews. Uh, and you can find me on Xbox Live. Uh, same thing, Silver Soul X10. Now, is that T E N or one zero? Because we don't like the letter T. 
We've already discussed this. <laughs> it's one zero. Okay, so that's is the difference. That, is that okay? Okay. We want to make okay, sure good, 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 good. because the character restrictions teaser off limits. Yes, it is silver soul X one zero because we don't like teas apparently. Damien, where can we find you? You can find me at Mr. Damien Nash, all in word, and there's no teas in that. Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure. So you're not a tea? I'm not a tease. Okay. I Wait didn't a minute. Fouts has a tease. I'm, I'm, I'm a sure thing. <laughs> right, Fouts, well, you've got a tease. I, I do. You can, well, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at uh, bfouts82, B-F-O-U-T-Z-82. See, mine's nice and short, so I can bypass the character restrictions. So, uh, for episode 56 of Game On, this has been a little crazy with multiple hosts in and out and back and forth and me derailing the crap out of it. I'm sorry, Derek. I, I do apologize. It's been a long day. Uh, so on behalf of Geekologist Radio, we are meowt. This is just for you. I'm going to sing you a ditty. Bouncy boy, look at you, you're so cool and you edit things, here we are, I'm about to do my outro, here we go. Hey, this is Jeff Berry, you can find me on Twitter at TheJeffBerry, that is T-H-E-G-E-O-F-F-B-A-R-R-Y, you can also find me on the Nerdentials podcast, so just Google Nerdentials and you'll find it. Um, and yeah, Paul and I, as I said before, we should be coming out with some things later this week, probably tomorrow, maybe Friday.